A stu stu Studio D production. If Hannah really wants I'm 69. Don't really Although I also don't think it's that big of a deal for <laughs> Hannah, Hannah to get, to get 69. 69 so I'm backtracking. Like this is just a stupid 13-year-old boy joke <laughs> exactly. that we're, I'm like thoughtfully being like, but Hannah cares about it. I do. <laughs> I know. It's such a funny number. <laughs> you can have 96. It's not the same. It's <laughs> <laughs> when you, you get it's gonna old. It's going to take three you... years to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try and make a joke about the numbers and what that represents, but I'm not funny. Yeah, because like, it's going to be back to back. Yeah, like, <laughs> when you get old and you, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. You we can get each other, episode so 8008. <laughs> Next to your feet. Look like boob. <laughs> Oh, my macarons. The timer went off and that made you think of the macarons. No, I was thinking of my video. Oh, yeah. My macarons. Does anyone want a macaron? Yes. Yeah. Well, we should go get them then. Do you want to go get them right now? Yes. Okay. Okay. Oh, my macarons. Sit down. I want to tell you a story. A really weird and messed up story. He's a treasure. Can I do my next episode on just Brendan Fraser? It's nothing <laughs> fucked up. I was going to say, times. what's fucked up about Brendan Fraser? He's amazing. I mean, poor Brendan Fraser, though. Yeah. I mean, That's is that it. enough <laughs> for an episode? <laughs> It'll be me recapping the entire movie, The Mummy, and then at the end just going, poor Brendan Fraser. <laughs> We did decide in a previous episode that the mummy was an excellent, accurate depiction of Egyptian culture or Egyptian yeah, mythology. I was on that mm -hmm. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Complete with how realistic it was when the mummy turned into the giant sand tornado. Mm -hmm. Listen. <laughs> or whatever. I've already actually, talked about this. I know. I know. I'm, it's a callback, Hannah. It's called. <laughs> I actually. What did he turn into? Was it a sand tornado? I haven't seen that movie in yeah. so long. He got all big and there was lots of sand or something his face was in the sand tornado yeah i right. watched hellraiser for the first time the mummy 2 is more accurate because of the oh my gosh. Man. <laughs> i wanted to bring it to halloween she was not done with the mummy yet. i had to bring up the giant scorpion yeah to talk about the giant scorpion no that's it oh, okay <laughs> i gotta introduce us so let me do that oh yeah <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Effed Up Family Storytime. I'm Salem. And I'm Hannah. And here today we have Kelly. Boo. And Belle. Hi. Oh, I wanted you to do something scary because I, I did something wait, do it again. not scary. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> exactly the same. Okay, start over. All right. <coughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Effed Up Family. <laughs> Hannah just put food in your mouth. Why did you do I'm that? I'm sorry. <laughs> Go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to F'd Up Family Storytime. I'm Salem. And I'm Hannah. And here today we have Kelly. Boo. And Belle. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to imagine that it was my boo yeah. that caused yeah. your It was just a little bit of a delayed reaction. Uh -huh. Good. I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, how how hello, hello doing today? <laughs> Yay. Hello, hello, hello. How's everyone doing today? <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> hello. Um, good. good. We're good. Yeah, yeah we're I think good. we're good. We're chowing we're down. giggly. I'm eating a cookie. Yes, <laughs> we're chowing down on some macaroons that Kelly made. Some mummy macs. Mummy macs. They look like yes. mummies. They're very cute and they're very yummy. Because it's Halloween, y'all. Yeah. I mean, Halloween season. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, we're too dedicated to Halloween to actually record on Halloween. Oh yeah, no, I have uh, plans on Halloween. <laughs> so uh, also, what day of the week is Halloween this year? It's actually yeah, a Tuesday. Monday. Oh, it's a no, Monday. That's Monday, and I have zero plans. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna give out candy, but I have plans two days before Halloween. I don't get to give out candy because I live in an apartment, but Quincy lives in a house, and they asked if I wanted to come over and help give out candy, and I'm honestly more excited about that. Than any of the Halloween parties that I'm going to. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, my to favorite. See all the kids in their little costumes. 
My favorite year for giving out candy, it was not my favorite year for other reasons you will soon come to understand, was 2020. Okay. <laughs> um, but my favorite year for giving out candy was that year because we had friends come over and we opened the garage door and then we put all the candy in cups so the kids could take them. So like contactless can't trick-or-treating basically but it was really fun because we sat outside the entire night we had our friends over and we had drinks and it i was like more engaged in the candy giving <laughs> experience because we had invited people over and turned it into a thing rather than the like oh i gotta pause my show again to go run to the door and answer and then go back and push play on my show again it's so i think having it with friends is a good idea yeah i'm excited didn't substitute the party that got canceled that year but it was still cool I just realized I work Halloween this year. Like Halloween night. I hate that. Oh, Wait, you, how, why do you work at night? You work at Starbucks. I have another job. Oh, you that job is yeah. working at night? Yeah. That means you're teaching children? Yeah. On Halloween night? Yeah. And Good they're luck. not going to cancel? <laughs> <laughs> I hope. Oh, yeah. Maybe they'll yeah, they all gotta cancel. Go, they got to go trick-or-treating. Fuck yeah. <laughs> the worst time to work with children around Halloween is the morning after yeah. Halloween. And they're all tired. I don't work and on Tuesdays. There you go. <laughs> tired and cranky and, and like jacked up on sugar. sugar. Some oh of them God. got some extra candy that morning for breakfast just to get them to shut up and get them in the car. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember my favorite days were the days that you would let us eat cake for breakfast because I would bother you until you were like, fine. Yeah. Eat cake. <laughs> Well, cake is kind of like donuts. It's really not much it's different. It's not that different. I mean, we're having macarons for breakfast. And sometimes I would make you have milk with it. So Fair enough. Calcium. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Should we go ahead and just get into the story? Who's telling the story today, mommy? Well, first of all, what episode is it? It's episode oh. 69. <laughs> Hannah's so uh. sad. <laughs> It was going to be my episode, but then I got busy. <laughs> oh, and who's telling the story? It's Belle. Yeah. So what are you telling us, Belle? All right. Well, I'm going to talk about the scariest thing of all. The commercialization of Halloween. <laughs> oh, capitalism. Capitalism. That is scary. Um, yeah. So I'm just going to get right into it. Do it. So I found out, like... You couldn't even argue this. It's a fact. Halloween is more popular in the U.S. than it has ever been before, with 78% of Americans planning to celebrate in 2022. The average... I want to know where these other percent of people are. Like, what? why? Why Why aren't you celebrating it? Yeah, like, what was for that religion. percentage? 78%. So there are 22% of people here in the States who don't celebrate Halloween? Yeah. The well, like, Nara dog. didn't celebrate it. Yeah, I don't know if she still does. Um, her it's a fun, non-secular holiday. Jehovah's <laughs> Witnesses know, but a lot of people religiously don't yeah. celebrate it. No, it makes sense now that you say it. It just seems like such fun. Like, <laughs> and it is non-secular. Yeah. One of the so, only non Non-secular holidays in America. Non-secular Christmas for the win. Yeah. I, I love non-secular Christmas. <laughs> Wait, um, non-secular Christmas. <laughs> Wait, what? It's secular. It's just, oh. you just say secular, right? Do we? Secular means non-religious. Secular means non-religious. It took me all, like yes. saying it seven times. You started that, Hannah, but it took me yeah, saying you it did. seven times to be like, wait, what? So non-secular means religious. religious. Yeah. <laughs> wait, so we got Halloween all the way back. is non-secular. <laughs> rewind, rewind, Praise rewind. Satan. Halloween is one Hold of the on. only secular holidays. Is that right, Belle? I think so. Okay. Yeah, it is because I actually like the whole. It didn't clue in until I said non-secular Christmas. I was like, that sounds more wordy than it usually does because I say secular, secular Christmas because you don't because I don't celebrate religiously, but yeah. I love Christmas. Yeah, yes. I do okay. like Christmas too. I think I just like capitalism because <laughs> I think you do. <laughs> well, that's one thing that I found out is that Halloween is the second like most commercialized holiday, right behind Christmas. Yeah, wow. really? I mean yeah. it is. It I mean it's like the second biggest holiday anymore. You have Thanksgiving, but all we do is fucking eat for Thanksgiving, eat and watch football, yeah. and it kind of like is travel in between. Spikes go up, you know, for Thanksgiving. Yeah. A lot of people travel for Thanksgiving. But as far as but... like a celebratory holiday, where you're actually going out, having parties, mm-hmm. and buying seeing other things. people, buying like, yeah. things, putting up decorations. I buy so much Halloween. Oh yeah, stuff. Right, I feed too. into capitalism at Halloween. I guess it makes sense. I was thinking, why not Valentine's Day? 
Like Valentine's Day is also very shit about Valentine's Day. <laughs> I guess right. the gift giving a Valentine's yeah. Day you think would be, but it is such an awful holiday. Also think too, like not Fair. only is it a terrible holiday that like most couples don't care about. Like Kyle and I don't so usually true. do anything for Valentine's Day except for maybe we'll James get takeout or something. Yeah, <laughs> but we like, do that every weekend. <laughs> so, but also like a lot of people like Valentine's Day is only celebrated really if you're like in a relationship. Sex. <laughs> Like or a child, that yeah. concept, and try. I did to go like... to a pretty epic anti-Valentine's Day warehouse party one time. That's awesome. It was really fun. <laughs> no, but I do think the candy aspect of oh, Halloween yeah. probably ramps oh, up yeah. that commercial. Yeah. So there's not Didn't even gifts, about that. but there's candy and and the costumes. costumes. Every single I mean, year, every child has to. Like every family has to purchase candy and purchase Uh costumes or things to make costumes. Going back to what Kelly said about spending so much money on Halloween decorations, 2021 was a record year for spending on Halloween decorations. Americans spent $3.17 billion on Halloween decorations. And I had a percentage and Kelly was of that. 5%. <laughs> and I, I love that we had the same joke at my expense. Um, I also like saw that there was a big jump in Halloween decorations over 2020 because a lot of people who were stuck at home were trying to make their homes like feel more yeah. like Halloween, which I also was guilty of. I spent a lot and of maybe had more time too. Yeah. I mean, there's like that there, too. For me there, I've definitely just being home more, had more time the last couple years to focus on that. And a lot of people were working from home and had that or were furloughed or those old dusty decorations come out of the basement and you realize all your lights are burnt out and yeah, you got to go out and buy shit. Well, and I found an interesting kind of stat kind of going towards like how Halloween is like rising in popularity over the years. Um, A YouGov America poll asked 1,000 Americans in 2021 what they think about Halloween. And there was a generational gap with not necessarily gap. Like it was pretty like substantial across the board of like whether, you know, people cared about it or not. But it was pretty like millennials and Gen Z were like more significantly like it's my favorite holiday, you know, <laughs> whereas like boomers were like, I don't really care for it as much, you know, and it so was a clear. Yeah. Like I, what about Gen Xers? That, well, it was like Gen X it was give a fuck it was about constantly. <laughs> No, it was like projecting. No, that we don't was care about thing. much, but we care about Halloween. Well, yeah, no, and that was enough. the thing is that it was trajecting. Like it was yeah. like the amount of people, like each generation that cared about it, I'm was sorry. a little bit more. I, I think don't care. I think about I have how much. I have conjecture about I this. Care about Halloween. Well, wait, we're doing a discussion part two, so save it. Oh, Damn. okay. That's I'll stop discussing now. No, Salem I mean, is we can, well, what did you want to say? You can no, say it now. Fine. But just keep it in mind. If it's going to lead to deep no, I'm discussion. Eat now. Okay, fine. Eat, whatever. They are pretty good mummy max. They are good mummy max. So, yeah, people also spend about half a billion dollars dressing up their pets. Yes. Yay. I love it. I love it. I have yet to decorate, decorate my pets. I have yet to dress. Same, same thing. Dress, dress my pets up for Halloween. I did dress them up for Christmas. I tried to dress them up for Christmas. I wish I could have gotten a picture of Sid in his little sweater. Oh. He hated it so much. I Herc, Herc is so fat. He's not going to fit into his sweater. <laughs> I have to go get, like, do they sell Halloween bandanas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because Jonesy yes. loves being in bandanas, That's but it's really the only cute. thing he'll wear. He hates hats, which is like fair. I was going to get Minnie <laughs> um, a bandana too. It's so cute. Have you seen my picture of little gay Jonesy and his gay bandana? I don't think so. <laughs> Sorry, back no, to that story. Okay. <laughs> so now I'm going to start talking. Now that we know some stats about okay. how insanely popular Halloween has gotten over the last, you know, couple of years. Um, even just like in the last, you know, decade, because the average participation in 2015 to 2019 was almost 70%. So in the last three years, it's jumped by 10% of how many people are celebrating. That's crazy that yeah. it's jumped so quickly. <laughs> well, okay. So now I'm going to go into how Halloween kind of started. Before the 19th century, not many people really celebrated it because of the strict Protestant beliefs that were very common across the country. And it didn't really start to pick up in popularity until the late 19th century. A wave of immigrants during that time came to America, notably the Irish coming from the potato famine. 
and they brought their traditions, their pagan traditions, Irish, Scots, Germans, and Haitians all contributed to the rich lore that we know Halloween of today. Irish, Scotch, Haitians? Yeah, and and Germans. Germans. Scotch? The Scotch? I think they're the Scots. 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 (laughs) Scotch is the whiskey. (laughs) Well, I mean, it is an adjective, Or the tape. Or the egg. There's a Scotch egg. Oh, yeah, it's gross looking and weird. I think it has those weird. Oh, okay. I think it's not those black eggs then. No, that's pudding, black pudding, blood pudding, black pudding. I think it's an Asian. um, You're talking about um, those black hundred year, million year old eggs or whatever they're called. Oh, no. Oh, they're gross. Anyway, we're getting off subject here. (laughs) It is really all over the place today. I'm sorry, Belly. No, that's You're doing great. Oh, no, you guys are fine. The traditional like Celtic celebrations of Halloween included the crafting of costumes out of animal hides and the carving of turnips to ward away evil spirits that were believed to wander the earth around this time of year. Can we carve and turnips this those, year? Yes. I'm down. I'm super Yay. down. Um, those traditions obviously like passed down because we still wear costumes. We carve <clears throat> pumpkins instead of turnips, but it stemmed from those celtic traditions they probably didn't have pumpkins to carve or they may have carved them yeah well and i i couldn't find it because i read it and then i went to go look it up again and i couldn't find the website that i found it from but there's some celtic lore about a story of a man who like evaded the devil to you know stay out of hell but heaven didn't want him either and so the devil gave him a turnip that had like light in it that like he was able to use as he wandered around Earth eternally. Gave him a turnip lantern. It was like something like Carry that. The turnip as a lantern. <sighs> we are bringing back yes. the turnip this Halloween. I think that, that would is be awesome. amazing. Yes. Let's I, get it I trending. Googled Hashtag it. turnip lantern. Turnip lantern. <gasps> lantern. Turnip o lantern. I Googled Jacko it. turnip. Pumpkins. Jacko turnip. <laughs> Pumpkins originated in the North Americas, so. That's why they didn't have oh. tur- pumpkins and they carved turnips. And they probably yeah. didn't have, and they probably didn't have like, turnips yeah. really available here. And there was probably an abundance of Well, pumpkins. I mean, if you're going to carve something, I would think a pumpkin would be better just because it's bigger, it's bigger no. and Easier. it's like, got the more hollow inside. Yeah, back then yeah. when they were being to, like, logical. But out. now we're bringing back the turnip. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag um, turnip for president. <laughs> <laughs> it was also common practice to have this holiday commemorated with bond. Fires. They commemorated it with bonfires. The communities would gather to sacrifice crops and animals. Um, they would sing. They would dance. They would tell stories of the dead. And they would tell each other's fortunes. And it was just these big celebrations. The first celebrations in the U.S. were kind of similar. Um, I don't think they did bonfires as much. But they would just gather and celebrate the year's harvest. And um, tell, you know, spooky stories. People would dress in costume in early celebrations in the U.S. They would go door to door asking for treats or money and pranks and trick. I want to keep I know, asking for I money. I trick or treating and ask for Fuck. money. Um, and like pranks and tricks, you know, were very common. Like people had like the mischievous spirit of what we kind of know Halloween to be today. In the late 1800s, there was a push to remove the frightening, grotesque, and all of the, you know, witchy, whatever, out of Halloween and move it towards a family and community celebration. So around their trick-or-treating kind of died down. They really tried to push out, like, the pranking, you know, that kind of stuff. By the 1920s, Halloween had become a community-centered holiday. They had parades and town-wide Halloween parties. And despite the efforts to make Halloween more family-friendly, a lot of these events were plagued with vandalism and pranking. So that kind of continued. But by the 1950s, because of the baby boom, they'd really put a focus on directing the holiday towards like young children. And instead of having Boo. these... <laughs> instead no, both. Both, <laughs> yeah, are both are fun. I love both. Like I was talking about how I'm just excited to go tr- like hand candy out to the trick-or-treaters as I am to go to my raunchy, raucous Halloween parties, you know? Like... <laughs> So by the 1950s, the holiday was directed mainly at young children because of the baby boom and the high numbers of young children that were running around. 
parties moved away from the town-wide celebrations and more in-home and in classroom parties because they were more accommodating for the kids. And through the 1920s and the 1950s into that period, trick-or-treating was kind of revived. And so kids would dress up in costumes and go door-to-door and get treats and stuff. There was one interesting thing that I found out about kind of the trajectory of how Halloween became to where it is today because you can't think about Halloween without thinking about that scene from Mean Girls where she's (laughs) like, duh, I'm a mouse because there's that joke where you just like put lingerie and like, you know, mm-hmm. cat ears on. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, you have like the slutty Halloween costume, quote unquote. And I found out that in the 1970s, um, there was a Halloween parade in Greenwich Village Heck that yeah. was organized by a local puppeteer and mask maker. Um, it started as a friends and family house to house kind of parade event. And the gay community, which is so big in that part of New York, would show up dressed in drag with their rebellious and kind of like, you know, scantily, just like pushing the boundaries of what's acceptable. And that kind of is what pushed that more like rebellious spirit of Halloween, you know. Led to the sexy cat. Yeah, sort which of obviously yeah. companies jumped on. Like these are yeah. all trends that happens, but then, you know, was pushed by these companies that saw that this was like a profitable thing that they could I jump onto. Ryan's Halloween costume. It's so. Did he Snapchat it to me? Did he I Snapchat prop- it yeah. to you? Yeah. yeah. I got was it. it. The sexy Harlequin. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's like naked, essentially. I love it. I'm so into it. Um, there's also. Can it, I just say real fast? Yeah. It is like a dream of my life to go to the Greenwich Village Halloween parade. Yeah. In no, New York. it's like a, a like nationally yeah. renowned, like nationally. famous. Yeah. And I don't think Matt really cares. I was like, oh, we I should go, go to New York because we go to New York every now and then to see shows and stuff. And he loves going to New York. And so I was like, we should go in the fall and then we can go to the Greenwich Village parade. And he was like, well, we could. <laughs> so I, we think, could go. I was just going to say, I think it needs to be a girl's trip. To Greenwich Village on Halloween. Um, be cool. Also notably, in the 1970s, there was a rise of blockbuster-breaking horror films that kind of moved the horror genre from the niche into the mainstream with classics such as Halloween, The Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and a number of others. And then it just got bigger into the 80s and bigger and bigger and bigger. And now horror is like one of the biggest genres of movies yeah. that people go see and spend money on. We talked about that a little Still, bit in the Halloween um, the haunted, house. haunted houses, mm-hmm. how that kind of like led to the rise of the haunted house yeah. as well. Yeah. So, Interestingly though, Halloween movies are still, or like horror movies in general, are still like some of the worst rated movies, which I find very interesting because they are very popular. Well, yeah. And I think it's part of it though is it's like nobody goes to a horror movie expecting to see an Academy Award winning film. You know what I mean? Speak for yourself. You know, (laughs) and my favorite horror movies are the campy ones that are so out there and extreme and over the top because that's what Halloween is. Yeah, that's a 10 out of 10. It's extreme and it's over the top. Anything that has Bruce Campbell in it. (laughs) Hell yeah. All right. Well, that's all of the little stats and tidbits that I have about how Halloween has kind of rised over the years. And then the part two, I kind of wanted to open up to discussion and talk about why we think some of this has happened. And obviously, like, capitalism drives a lot of it. But, like, I think, I don't know, like, we as a community have enough to be like, no, we're not into this. And then, you know, but, like, why have so many of us gravitated towards this holiday? Especially through COVID. Like, why did so many of us in the last two years, Mm. like, latch on to Halloween so much you know I don't know interesting stuff yeah because we drive capitalism yeah I mean they, I mean, they wouldn't put out these us, trends but... if we weren't and in, like interested them initially yeah. you know? and it really yeah. isn't like I mean I don't know how many times I've gone into Home Depot the first week of October and they have no more Halloween decorations oh yeah no. so it's not like we have necessarily been pushed that hard by capitalism. Yeah. I think we have, because now I went into Home Depot just like this last weekend. And when you walk in our store, you look to the right, that's where all the holiday shit is. I walk in, I look over and it's full of Christmas shit. And I was like, no, God damn it. I was like pissed. And then I look over and a little ways down to the left, there's this small Halloween section. A year ago, 
two years ago, there wasn't a small house. It was just Christmas. There was no oh, Halloween that's left. So they're yeah. obviously hearing people saying like, we, we still want Halloween. want Halloween. But I also think it's really interesting. I have been, um, so I've been following some YouTubers who do like Halloween hauls and they're like lo- out looking for Halloween stuff in like July. And I'm like, oh, girls after my own heart because that's me. <laughs> like I'm ready for Halloween in July. But I was thinking about how we get so mad about how like, it's not even September and they have Halloween decorations out or like, it's not even November and we have Christmas out. But then to your point, you go into stores at the beginning of October and all these people who are aching in July through August and September have cleared it out and you can't even find anything. So it's like we as consumers are driving what the stores are doing in terms of putting out things earlier and earlier. And it's it's awesome they're realizing to hold on to it. Yeah. Because then I'll go to Target the first week of December and I can't find shit. I'm like, there's three weeks until Christmas. I but can't buy blame, a string of lights. <laughs> we blame the the corporations for um for like putting it out so early, but then we snatch that shit up. So yeah, we're that buying is true. it. Yeah. But to your point, it's cool if they're realizing. I mean, I guess this is more and more money they could make off of us. Well, but like, but they're keep listening it out, to the right? people. They're like, seeing, so yeah. start early and also still keep it out. Like, yeah. give us Halloween all the way through October. Even while you're starting Christmas early. Because people are now just now starting to set up their decorations. And that's when they're like, hey, I need this. I need that. And then Wait, you go you to the store. you haven't been decorated since September 6th like me? I'm, I want it to be, but all of my stuff is still in storage. I would be decorated by now if I had a fucking vacuum. But I have a hard time decorating when my house is oh, gross. Yeah. <laughs> I live in a basement. I don't well, have decorations. You can still decorate. That's it. I have a pumpkin candle on my coffee table. Hell yeah. That's and good. bones on my bookshelf. I feel bookshelf. like a basement also, is yeah. the perfect place to here's decorate. Here's the thing. No shit. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. I'm a spooky bitch all year that's round. That's the thing. So it's like, I buy don't my have to get spooky. Yeah, that's for the, Half of for the, the shit that I have year. bought for Halloween just stays up in my home. And then I just buy more Halloween shit. That's and a fair. lot of that just stays up in my home. Got, don't got to get spooky when I'm you're spooky, spooky 24/7. all the time. It's that's, always that's, Halloween. That's, that's good. All right. Well, all right. that's part one. It's time to go. Yeah, break. the board taking a break. Hey, little shemmies. Thanks for tuning in. While we were on our break, I just wanted to let you guys know how you can get a hold of us if you wanted to send us an email with your spooky stories. I'm still waiting for you to tell me those so I could tell them to you. Our email is ffsthepodcast at gmail.com. We'd also love to hear from you on the various social media sites. We're ffsthepodcast on Instagram and on Twitter and on Facebook. You can find us at E-F-F-E-D up story time. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in. We love you, Shemmies. And uh, back to the show. Someone else carefully thinking about it. I'm just messed up. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to do Christmas this year. <laughs> there was a time. Like, it's happening. There was a time that Hannah was like, you ever are driving and you like think that you run somebody over and you like have anxiety all the way to your destination. And then you like have to check to see if you ran somebody over. And mom and I were both like, uh, no, no. no my was favorite. Like, I was just yeah. thinking about that the other day. Cause I was again, like, I didn't hit anything on this track. <laughs> it happens all the time. My favorite was when I was like, do you ever go to a public restroom? And Kelly already knew what I was talking about. And you and mom were like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you talking about? I really felt seen in that episode. <laughs> oh, man. I still, the other day we were at X bar and I had had like a drink and I was like, what if I'm too drunk and I'm pissing myself right now? <laughs> and I then I thought morning, of you. <laughs> I just this morning, I, I like it was changing and I was, didn't have any clothes on and I went to the bathroom and I was like, oh my God. I have to put down Yeah. Anxiety is real. If anyone would like to recommend a medication that would help with whatever's in my head, I'd take it. All right, maybe we should get into the yeah. story now. All right. I'm sorry. I'm really a derailer today. No, That's it's okay. great. I know. I came here and I was like, we'll get out of here early because Kelly hell. keeps things on track. <laughs> <laughs> Not today, bitches. All right. I will from here on out. All right. Are you sure? So we're opening it up to a open discussion about Halloween and why we think, you know, all the brilliant things I had to shush you about. <laughs> before (laughs) we're just discussing halloween 
pretty much. Well, and, and the along the lens of how it's okay. popularized. I want to start because Belle so rudely shushed me okay. first. Yes. Um, <laughs> so you were talking about how like the the people who are most excited about Halloween are Gen Z and millennials and that it like declines as you get older. I think that that I have conjecture about that. And I think that it's because when you're a child, Halloween is so fun. When you're a teenager, it's like a little less fun. But like because like you can't drink yet, but you don't really want to. Do you trick can't treating trick or treat. anymore? People are like you're too old. But you get to have like the somewhat fun adult parties where you like go to your friend's house and like you kind all of dress adult. up, kind of adult, but not fully adult. Then when you're 21, that's when you do shit like light as this feather. Yeah, stiff as a board. that's when you get yeah. into like the Seances. real like a progression aspect of yeah. it. And you and have a mom like mine, and that's when they rig shit and have everybody believe do you? that it actually happened for a solid year. And then the <laughs> next year we have another party when we're going to do another seance because everybody, including my Self believes that we had something happen the year before, but the timer on the vacuum goes off an hour early while we're doing aerobic dancing, and it scares the shit out of everyone. And they get so scared that my mom, mom even shows everybody the timer like it was just me. We rigged it, and nobody believed her, and everybody went home. <laughs> everyone went home. I didn't remember that part of the I story. No, I think maybe some people went home and some people stayed. That's I think amazing. some people stayed, but it was really embarrassing but also do you think cool. and i know we have to circle back to what I'm you're saying that was a tangent but this ties in though do you think that our love of halloween actually comes a little bit from mom because mom yeah. that is I my so. theory that's my theory my theory about why it, it like climbs through the generations i'll let you finish your theory i'm Thank sorry you. i didn't know this was gonna tangent i just felt like i needed to jump mm -hmm. on the mom thing because yeah. it feels like grandma is not and the type can... to care that much about halloween but she had Halloween parties for us, and now you and I are like the most Halloween. Well, and Halloween that was my birthday party, but it, my birthday is so close to Halloween, oh, which is well, part of the Halloween reason. Oh, well, she had Halloween parties. And then we had me. Halloween parties when you guys were, yeah. but not, I don't think I, I think they were just birthday parties. That makes sense. Like okay. birthday slash Halloween, because she knew I liked that spooky shit. It's just funny that a person like Grandma, who I would not say her favorite holiday is Halloween, yeah. I really think influenced our love of Halloween at a young age. That is age. funny. So that's what I wanted to point on before it disappeared, but now... The tangent okay. is Salem's fault. Let's name that yeah. and now go back to <laughs> go, Hannah. Um, but then when you're like an adult, you have like the fun I'm wasted Halloween parties. Yeah. And like you only have those for a little bit though as an adult because the older you get, the less you can get wasted without like reaping the repercussions for days after. <laughs> Don't and tell so, me how to celebrate Halloween. Well, no, but I'm saying like as you get older. You drink less. There's also generally most. There generally. was also a significant <laughs> amount of Gen Xers that liked Halloween more than the Boomers too. Yeah, and, and their Gen Xers the are in their 45s and 60s now. 45 to 60. 45s to 60s. It's like 45 yeah, to 65. But like whatever, Boomers yeah. don't drink as often because they're old and they're tired and they don't want to go to a party. Or it's just and not so, as appealing. No, you like, are right. Like, yeah. For, for people who don't love Halloween, because I feel like Halloween has almost become like the once a year bender for us. And the bender which usually means it lasts multiple days, lasts like a few hours <laughs> because we're older. So, But it's become a once a year thing because I love Halloween so much. Yeah. But other people who don't love Halloween as much, if it's only for the drinking aspect, it's not worth it. Yeah. Well, and it's also something to be said, too, though, because I don't know. I feel like even if you didn't drink, you'd still throw a Halloween party. Oh, heck yeah. I, back know? when I thought I was going to have kids, I used to think about how do I keep the Halloween party yeah. alive, even with being like pregnant or whatever. Uh -huh. And like, I think, too, like there's something to be said about like the staying power. Like you don't have kids and you still go all out for Halloween the way that somebody would for their kids and I think that that's a lot of it because in the 1950s when the baby boomers were kids they were experiencing Halloween as it was geared towards them well, and, that's what and I think that that kind of like the way that they raised their kids and then the way that those kids raised their kids I just feel like as it went on as each generation kind of grew there was like more and more of an emphasis placed on Halloween based on the previous generation, you yeah. know? 
Well, I'm saying it's like a, a sine wave. Because like Halloween is the most fun when you're a kid. It kind of dips down a little bit when you're a teenager. And then as you become an older teenager, it's like really exciting. And then when you're an adult, it's really exciting. And then as you become an older adult, it's less exciting. And then when you're old, you're just tired. Well, and you don't want to well, do that. Well, that is how it, how it ends. But I would <laughs> argue that Halloween curve a little bit. Halloween will always be my favorite holiday, whether I'm old and tired or drinking or not. You know what I mean? And I like, think that's, that's not the, the that's way that Halloween is celebrated, I think. The regular for a lot of people, I think. But I, think, I do think, I think people associate their favorite holiday with what they're well, doing the most. And as you get older, you do less on Halloween. But I think that you are missing one key piece in that progression, which is that people who do end up having children or just love children also at some point have the joy through their eyes. So it's like maybe you're high when you're a kid and maybe it dips down when you're a teenager and it comes up when you can be all sexy and drunk. But then I I would argue it kind of climbs even more when you could be that like, now I get to enjoy what the kids are enjoying and also still have the grown up. It's like all good things for a short period of time before you get tired. I would also <laughs> argue as a jaded adult with no kids that that is the progression of how I feel towards every holiday across the yeah. entire calendar, not just Halloween. But see, I take... I disagree because Christmas gets more exciting no, as an adult Christmas, because you have more every money. Every single fucking year, Christmas <laughs> gets less exciting and I give a shit less about it. I could care less about Christmas. Because you don't have kids. You think that happens? I you don't see joy don't, in it for other kids? I don't have kids. I like the joy for kids. I'm not going to take away other kids' joy. I you will. know, but It, it just is, doesn't bring you joy. It does not, not bring me kids. joy. It brings me depression because I hate how dark it is. Honestly, the only thing that brings me a small amount of joy in that period of time is the Christmas lights. <laughs> and that's about it. <laughs> I want to talk about how for me... Halloween is a non-secular holiday to some extent. And so I find joy in it. I like to drink on Halloween. Like, I hear what you're saying, Hannah, as you get older. I'm three years to 50, so I understand what you're saying about, like, I don't want to get hammered like I did when I was having parties. I still like to have a few drinks and enjoy it. But for me, it's almost like... I mean, Sawwain, however, Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, there's lots of ways you can look at it, has its roots in pagan spiritual mythology. <clears throat> it's like a new year. It's when the veil is the thinnest. And so I will always celebrate Halloween in that. Like, And that has nothing to do with kids because my kids are grown and I can be tired and I can do that. So it's great. Like, you know what I mean? But so I, that's part of the reason I'll never lose interest is part of the reason. It's like my favorite pagan holiday. My second favorite is Midsummer, And my third is Beltane. Sometimes yeah. Beltane's my second and Midsummer's my third. So I think that that's an interesting point, though, is that and Hannah already made this point, but I feel like I kind of glossed over it that she her her curve that she was talking about is the general populace and yeah we yeah. are not the ge- like we are going to be like halloween till i die yeah and like the general commercialized oh, i know and yeah. i understand what you're saying but kind of along mom's point too like the graph that i looked at i could show you the picture like the amount of gen xers who are like aged 40 to 60 at this point that still said that halloween was their favorite holiday was still larger than, than the, boomers. the boomers. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that Gen X is still more excited about Halloween than the boomers because the boomers are older. Well, and I would like to see where this trajectory will... goes as say. it goes further because I just think that the boomers were generally raised with less of an emphasis I mean, to really on come, Halloween. Like, will that hold as the, as the Gen X become yeah. the age of the boomers or will getting old decrease their excitement no i think that it will stay the same excitement in proportion to other people but like the younger generations are always going to be more excited about it more excited i see okay yeah i can so the only way to really compare is to compare like how the boomers felt when they were 45 or 50 as compared to the Gen Xers when now they're 45 or 50 as compared to how the millennials will feel when they're 45 or 50. Exactly. You know what I mean? So there will always be some decrease as you get older to Hannah's point, but the Gen Xers have a greater interest than the boomers at the same age because of their upbringing and the emphasis put on it. So everyone's right, guys. Everyone's (laughs) right. I mean, this is all just speculation too, just like discussion and stuff. 
But I also wonder, too, if the reason why almost 80% of the population today is planning on celebrating Halloween is because of kind of the rise in, like, Wiccan and other, like, mm-hmm. metaphysical practices. And I wonder if that's and kind that's of kind sparking of what I was, more people to A point that I was making like is that. I yeah. think that they're, like, that's part of the reason I really enjoy it. And there's, I think, a rise in that. Like you said, kind of so yeah, yeah, you summed it up. Anyway, yeah. So everyone's yeah. right. Everyone's right. right? Are and you everyone's okay, happy, and my anxiety can uh, mellow yeah. out. Okay, good. I just want to make sure that we're okay. I'm yeah, sorry. I hate you. Okay. Well, <laughs> I expect that. What can I do to I complete this in think, my mind? Because oh. I don't want anything. On my <laughs> I just moving on to a different topic. <laughs> I also oh, think I that I the that um, it's interesting too the rise in horror movies, like we kind of talked about before the break but like the rise in horror movies while simultaneously kind of the rise in the excitement for halloween you know yeah um and that's an interesting and the bringing back of the yeah. darker more macabre yeah. more um gruesome uh-huh. and the rise of the haunted house which yes listen mm-hmm. to one of our last episodes if you want to know more about that yeah yeah it is interesting i just like halloween i love halloween <laughs> so much so i have a question because this is kind of related to the commercial commercialization and and the rise of Halloween, but like, why do those of us here in this room love Halloween so much? Because we're yeah. saying, or I'm saying anyway, that we're kind of outside. Like, yes, everyone is increasing their love of Halloween, and you know, companies are benefiting from it because we're spending so much money on it. But we like extra love. Halloween. I think so. For like, the, why? For the same reason that we have a true crime podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you can answer the question right there. There are some people who are just more I drawn mean, to that macabre me, aspect, and like, yeah, Halloween fulfills that. Yeah. So, I, at least in my opinion, like the people who are spookier in their everyday life like Halloween more. <laughs> well, and we all tend Fair. to be a little bit more all pagan in our spiritual. There's and that. more dramatic too, right? Well, and even yeah. like, like, I don't dramatic know. Holiday. We're dramatic. And- Halloween was my favorite holiday when I was a kid only for the reason that I got to dress up. And then it just got cooler from there. I don't know. I've always enjoyed like I said, like the campy nonsense of like a cheesy haunted horror film or like a cheesy haunted house or something. And yeah. all of the rituals that come with fall that spread from those pagan traditions. And there's yeah. something about the transition from the spring moving into the winter and the kind of bitter sweetness that comes from that that I've always appreciated, too. But that's yeah, it's the, the setting mm-hmm. around the holiday contributes to and increases the enjoyment of the holiday itself like the fall i think i exactly follow hannah's little <laughs> her because i feel like as a kid i loved halloween i had a halloween party i was obsessed with no, popping definitely agree. apples which is like really gross well, um, so one funny. thing that I've i saw that, that i didn't put that in is that it started out as a fortune telling tradition to tell who you were gonna marry Oh, and were you like into that as a kid? Or? I don't know. Ew. No, I I read it on the on the thing about like traditionally. I didn't put it in my story. Okay, but that was one of those traditions where it first I probably started out. Super into that as a kid too. Like <laughs> probably. Oh, who am I gonna marry? It's like mash. I was gonna say let's play mash Halloween style. <laughs> but then I think when I was a teenager, it did decrease. And I think even in my early twenties, before we really. St- like ramped up the Halloween party and I stole it from Salem. <laughs> I feel like I was kind of like, yeah, Halloween's cool. I like Halloween. I love all holidays, but my favorites were more Thanksgiving and Christmas. And then as I got older and got darker <laughs> yeah, and more depressed, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no, Halloween is where it's at. And then the setting, I think, wraps around it and just creates such a vibe. Yeah. Well, and I think yeah. there's something to be said too. Like one of the things that they did theorize was kind of a long way Hannah's signs were saying is that reason why people in their 20s and stuff like it so much is because it is a secular holiday and it isn't necessarily focused on family gatherings but to (laughs) on the opposite end one of the reasons why i like halloween so much is because we've turned it into a family gathering yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. and for me because i stole it from salem and we have it at my house I get to have like, it's kind of like when you have like a graduation party or a wedding and you're like, oh, all the people from different groups of my life who I care about are all here together. Yeah. And that's basically my Halloween party every year is that I have like friends and I have family and I have friends from work and I have friends from Matt's work and I have friends who I've had for years and then I have family 
it's like all my favorite people <laughs> are there around my favorite holiday. It's great. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I also like the symbolism of this time of year and Halloween symbolizes it perfectly as like, so this time of year, if you live in a climate where you have the four seasons, this time of year for us anyway, the earth is dying essentially. The leaves are changing colors. They're very beautiful, but that means that they're going to die. They're going to fall off the trees. The trees are going to be bare. All Everything that's green is going to die for the most part. And we're going to have a cold and barren landscape for several months while the world sleeps. And Halloween is a really good representation of that. And I think, you know, because it it is supposed to be when the veil is thin and so you have this connection to your ancestors and to the past and to things that are dead. And it is dark because this time of year is when things become dark. And it's when you have to be kind of introspective. It's when you spend more time with yourself. And it's where the secrets are oftentimes, you know. And I just like that symbolism. It the, really is just like a celebration of life and death. Exactly. And, you yeah. know, the, it's a celebration the two meeting of the cycle and coming together and it's a new year to some mm-hmm. people. There's so many new years and I like to celebrate them all because Me too. I don't really like the the symbolism of a new year where you make these resolutions and you're going to make these changes and like I don't like to set this block of time necessarily. It's arbitrary. It's but new years are a good time to reflect and mm-hmm. to see what what changes you need to make and to like maybe plant some seeds and so But that can keep happening repetitively. You can have new moments that are going to be the start of a new year for you throughout the year. I like celebrating New Year's as well. I want to add to the reason why I personally love Halloween so much. It's because I'm a gay campy theater bitch. Hell yeah. Yeah, there's that too. Theater queers love dressing up. Oh yeah. And theater people in general are some of the fucking like drunkest, horniest people I know. So Halloween fits very well for them. (laughs) Well, and I think that's why grandma, mom may like it so much because she is also very theater dramatic. She loves dressing up. She that's loves what, dressing up. Yeah. She puts so much into <laughs> that's her That's her favorite part of it. <laughs> yeah. Dad does that's, too, though. That's Have my favorite part too. Yes. Dad even said, I said, well, you know, the 29th is the Halloween party this year. And he was like, check in, see if he had any gig. And he said, it's open. And so if I don't get a gig, I'll be there. And then he's like, maybe I'll even put a block on that. So I don't get, like, he likes coming yeah. to our Halloween party. <laughs> and he'll like, and he likes character. dressing up, not yeah. in too elaborate. Matt loves the Halloween party and he is not a big Halloween person. I think he likes how much I like it. So That's he gets, Kyle and he likes him. seeing yeah. his friends. And it's but not yeah. just like hanging out with your family, which I know he loves all of us, but yeah. It's his friends, too. So he gets to kind of let himself relax a little bit and be like a Matt that I don't always see. Do you know what I I mean? I think that he likes the everyone I care about is here aspect as Mm -hmm. well. Like, this is my house, my people. People came to see me. And I can do... I don't know that he's more comfortable than when it's like Thanksgiving at our house. Like, I think that it's a similar vibe. It's like, this is my house and these people I care about came to see me. And I can kind of just relax yeah random tangent kyle told me that the um his favorite times to be around matt are when we're watching hockey at your house <laughs> because that is a this it's is like the thing i want to do animated and he's the most talkative that we like really yeah. ever see him and you know <laughs> i mean yeah and i think we see a little bit of that at halloween too yeah. that he enjoys like and he likes like he'll go around and put up the decorations for me and change uh-huh. all the lights like he likes I don't think that this is one of those things that he's just like, well, I married her. I better do it. I think this is one of those things that he really enjoys. And so I think that is probably brings me more enjoyment, too. Like it's Mm -hmm. a time just like I like Christmas Eve at my house because I think that Matt is more comfortable and he has a a nice time when we have Christmas Eve at my house. And it's one of those like all the people I care about are here in, in this safe space that is my comfort zone. And it just feels so nice to me. Mm hmm. So what else about Halloween? Or are we done? People spend billions of dollars. What did I say? Six billion of dollars on candy or some shit? Six billion of dollars. Six billion of dollars. (laughs) That's a lot of money on candy. And I'm going to go spend some after this. I just texted James and I was like, can we go to Michael's and go to the Halloween section when I go home? I want to (laughs) go. Michael's has a great one and they always have stuff on sale. Yeah. 
I also, and they also they always have such good just like general decorative stuff that yeah. I will use forever. Yeah, I agree. It's great. All right. Well, that's my story. Well, that was that's a good great. story. Thanks. I love Halloween. It got us all excited for yes, Halloween. Yes, now I just, I yeah! want, I need to, okay. I need to decorate, but I need a vacuum. All right, so should we move on to? Things that don't suck. Things that don't suck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> it's become the thing to hoot and holler, apparently. <laughs> but it's right it? before okay. things that don't suck. We're excited. We're almost done. Yeah, yeah. So who wants to go first? I will go first. I, someone else was going to say it, but I'm going to jump right in there. <laughs> because it. I feel like it ties into our conversation. Because I can't just say that Halloween doesn't suck, but it doesn't, in case you're wondering. But I have been doing Halloween baking. Ooh. I've been trying to do 13 bakes of Halloween for my YouTube channel. I may not get to 13, and I may just change the title to Halloween Baking. <laughs> That's cool. But I made spellbook candles from... Hocus Pocus. Ooh. Not candles. Brownies. <laughs> what the hell? Where, where do candles go? I don't know. Maybe I was thinking of the black flame candle. I made spell book brownies for Hocus Pocus 2, and then I made mommy macarons. Which were very good. And then Tasty. I, I made something else that failed, but I'm going to recreate it later. That's it. That's all I have so far. (laughs) What failed? What was it? It's a surprise cake. I didn't get the ratios quite right, and I knew it. If I just stuck to my instincts, it would have been fine. Anyway, I have to recreate it. But it's going to be like you cut into it, and there's like a surprise design inside. That's cool. So that's fun. Baking is fun, and Halloween's fun. Yay. All right. Who's next? Me next. Uh, My thing that doesn't suck is that this week is over, because this week has been horrible. All right, then. Yay! Yay! Sorry you've had a bad week, kiddo. It's okay. On to bigger and better things. Yeah. yeah. I only work six days next week, Aww. not seven. Well, that's good. You have a day off. Yay. Yay. It's Sunday. <laughs> but you won't be here, so... Yeah, that's why I counted today as a day of work. <laughs> oh, I see. I will go next. Sad. No, it's more fun than my other jobs. Okay, good. Uh, you can't drink booze on your other jobs. Correct. <laughs> um, I will go next. Okay. And I think I might have used this as my thing that doesn't suck last time, but I can't remember. Um, and it's that I'm learning how to play Magic the Gathering. Yay! And I'm really enjoying it, and it's very fun. That's so cool. That's I think, my thing that doesn't suck. I think you did use that last time. I think time, I did use cool. it last time. I'll come up with a different one for next time. I <laughs> that's fine. It, it's extra special. Doesn't suck. So that's cool. My thing that doesn't suck is that we ordered are gonna order Jimmy John's, and I'm hungry. Yay! Me too. Me too. We should do that. I love a turkey sandwich with avocado on it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And mayo. Mm. I love mayo. Right. Well, thanks, Chemis. Mayo for doesn't in. suck. Yeah. Yeah. The world has mayo, so if you feel down this week. Just remember. Tell us your thing that doesn't Mayo suck. Mayo is gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess that's it. Okay, let's go. Let's sign off. All Bye. right, Chemis. We love you. Bye. Bye. What are you going to be for Halloween, Chemis? Tell it. us, Chemis. You can, you can fade you out. You can comment below. Go. <laughs> Give us five stars. Rate us. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, send us pictures of your costumes. That'd be cool. We'll show them to everybody on the podcast. We'll talk about them to everybody on the podcast. We'll describe them in big, great detail to everyone on the podcast. I got a penis.